Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Pat Boyle, and on the penultimate best of the DA show, DA's thoughts on leaving CBS Sports Radio. That's right. If you didn't know it, wake up. DA's leaving. Friday, September 29th, will be his final show on CBS Sports Radio before he moves to Sirius XM and Mad Dog Radio. So let's uh, hold back those tears because we still have your best audio of the day in soundcheck, including Patrick Mahomes going absolute ultimate alpha caveman on how to run out of the tunnel before a game. We've got a thirsty Thursday. We're toasting to the good stuff. We've got Shawnee, our old pal Shawnee Mraz, a.k.a. Marash, drops by. He's hanging out with us, and we talk about some of the best Number one, 12 DAs of all time. Just sit back and enjoy these final moments. It's okay to cry. It's the best of the DA show. It's now. If you're just waking up with us and you are unaware, I am leaving CBS Sports Radio at the end of the week. Today and tomorrow are my final shows. I'll be heading over to Sirius XM to host their morning show on the Mad Dog channel. And so instead of a cold open here, I just thought I would talk and reflect and use today and tomorrow to do the same thing. I'm sure if you didn't learn of this on social media yesterday or see the press release from both SiriusXM and CBS Sports Radio, I tell you this and you're like, wait, what? And yeah, it's a wait what? <laughs> you know, it's, it is a, I'm not ready for this. What are you talking about? Are you serious, DA? I'm going to need a... A moment to process. And we all feel that way around here at CBS Sports Radio because of the bonds that we have with each other and with the listeners. And so I just wanted to start by talking about why I made this decision and then how I feel. So if we dial back to when I got this job, I was working for CBS Radio in Boston. It was a CBS radio station, 98.5 The Sports Hub. And that was a really big deal in my career back in 2009. I was 30 years old and I was hired by CBS radio and there were some amazing people at the top of the company. And they said, we think you can do this. Let's have you do nights in Boston. And I said, boy, is a New Yorker in Boston going to work? And they said, we think it can work. And I said, that faith in me means a hell of a lot. So let's do it. And those four years that I had in Boston for CBS radio were truly amazing. I mean, I was a bit of a fish out of water as a New Yorker in Boston, but 
The show was welcomed and embraced. The station did amazing ratings and numbers. I built such an incredible listenership and had such loyalty, and they noticed it. And that's when they launched CBS Sports Radio four years after I was hired there in Boston for January 2013. When you look at how the network was built, it was a CBS radio company project, and they said, we want to go national. We want to have an ESPN radio competition. We want to have a rival to Fox Sports Radio. And so CBS Radio, which has been a kingpin in, in radio for a long time, and of course the CBS brand meant a lot, CBS Sports brand meant a lot, launch a network, and they went big. And they got Scotty Farrell to do nights. They had Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney and Dana Jacobson do mornings. They had John Feinstein mid-mornings. Doug Gottlieb do afternoons. And they landed the big fish, Jim Rome. And Rome is a legend in this industry. Rome is the godfather, really, of, of what we do. And I say the godfather of the hot take in the most complimentary fashion possible. And they landed Rome, and it was like, whoa, this thing is going to be a machine. And they called up little old DA, and they said, would you like to be part of the network? And I was like, whoa, that lineup and me? Hell yes. Whatever the shift is, whatever the situation is, I am there. And that faith in me was pretty incredible. I just... I pinched myself like, wow, I get to move back to New York where I'm from and work on a national level at this age. I was like, I can't believe how fortunate I am. And that's when we started overnights here on CBS Sports Radio, January 2013. I told the story many times over with Mraz. I didn't know Mraz before I walked in the door over here. They said, do you have a producer that you want to bring with you? All the guys I had worked with in previous stops, Kansas City, Miami, Boston, Fort Myers, Florida, all my previous radio stops, they all were from the places that, that I was leaving, so they didn't want to leave. And I said, no, I don't have anybody. They said, well, let's have you sit with a couple of part-timers over here and see if you, you jive with any of them. And if you do, we'll make them your producer. I sat with Mraz for 15 minutes, and I was like, there's something to this dude. There's something to this dude. And, you know, 11 years later, he's one of my best friends. And these 11 years have been a pure joy to work here at CBS Sports Radio. I've said this often. The coolest thing about this place for the last 11 years is they gave me total freedom to do what I wanted to do. My mind was the only limit in what we could do creatively. Man, and for those that are creative, maybe you're a painter, you're a musician, maybe you're an artist, a sculptor, maybe you just look at landscaping and see a, a bunch of weeds and go, I can create something out of that. Or maybe you see a car that needs to be renovated and go, I can create something out of that. Those things to me are my, my oxygen. I love that part of this job, and they let me do it. I mean, look at how weird this show is sometimes. <laughs> they let me do it. And for that, I am forever grateful. CBS Radio ended up selling to Entercom Radio. Entercom Radio became Odyssey Radio, which is our parent company now. And again, everybody, whether it was my old bosses or new bosses, let me just do this show. And 
that's something that I will always be incredibly grateful for. But something else happened along the way, and that was the listeners. We started in overnights. I don't think they knew what to expect because it was a brand new network. We didn't know what to expect. Target Demo Friday was born out of people telling me, congratulations, you're going to a new network back when I was in Boston. But they would always have this postscript. But who's going to listen? You're doing overnights. And I had to say, I don't know. But let's find out whether it's moms up in the middle of the night with their babies or whether it's people running to the, to the airport, whether it's people working overnight shifts. I don't know. But let's see. Let's have fun with it. And over those two years, it was like, whoa, a fuse was lit. These people are crazy. They love this show, and the affiliates heard this. We love this overnight show. We love this overnight show. It's weird. It's eccentric. It's funny. It's creative. People loved it. And the bosses here heard it, and they were like, you know what? Let's get you to, to nights, 6 to 10 in, in the evenings. Great. And then the same thing happened, and there's this groundswell of people that love this show, and they said, let's move you to, to mid-mornings, 9 to noon. We said, great. And at 9 to noon is when we paired up with Pete the Body Bellotti and Bogus, who were in these hours since the network launched. And of course, Mraz and I knew Bogus and Bellotti, but then we started working with them on a daily basis. And I'm going to tell you this right now, hand to God, I have worked with some amazing people, some truly amazing people in this industry. My stops in Kansas City, look, I got a, a goddaughter in Kansas City because of how close I am to one of the guys that I worked with there, Brian Williams B-Dub, who is like a brother to me. And I worked with one of my best friends in the world that ended up, Jonah Ballow, who is was one of the best men in my wedding. You know, And so I have worked with some amazing, amazing people. Bilotti and Bogish and me and Mraz, I just couldn't have asked for anything more. These guys are next level talented, next level committed, and it was just such a synergy immediately. I was like, wow, this is special. And that started in 2017. So I can say without a shadow of a doubt, the last six plus years of working with these guys, these shows, mid-mornings, then we were promoted to mornings going into 2020. These six years with Bogish and Bilotti have just been the greatest radio I've ever done. And it's a huge testament to them because of what we did together. It's the best radio I ever did these last six years. Not a doubt in my mind. Cap comes in as we're trying to tinker with the stream. What's the simulcast going to look like? What's the video component going to look like? I had ideas. I had visions. I was trying to get them executed. It was difficult. Cap walks in and kind of picks it up immediately. He's like, oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I got this. Boop, 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 boop. And I said, that's the guy. That's the guy we have to have. And I went back to the bosses and said, if we're going to do the simulcast and do it right, he has to be the guy. We have to figure this thing out full time. We've got to make sure he's on the controls every day. You have to give him the resources, give him the tools, give him the freedom. He's that good. And within a very short amount of time, the DA show simulcast became the company corporate-wide leader in doing this on a digital standpoint. 
that if you were creating this for online digital consumption, what we did was the bar. That was the gold standard and has been since Cap took this over. And look at how creative he is. You know, to me, I'm just like, you let somebody like that just create. And that's what he does every single day, and it's beautiful. I say all of this because this is not an easy decision. I didn't want to leave any of these guys. I don't ever want to be able to leave any of these guys. But Sirius XM came to me, and they said, we love what you do, and we love this bond you have with the listeners and the community that you've built. This thing is amazing. We want all of that, and we want to give you rocket boosters. And I said, well, what does that mean? And they listed X we're going to do for you, and Y we're going to do for you, and Z we're going to do for you, and this is what we're going to do for the listeners, and this is what we're going to do for the listeners. This what? And I said, what, what are the real things here? And everything I heard was what I've always wanted to do as a thank you to the D-Aliens, because from day one, we got supercharged because of that momentum and that, that passion. And I just, I've always wanted to basically do thank you events and projects and prizes and merch and events and meet and greets and all of this stuff. The Bob's Bar thing was born out of that, that we just wanted to get together with everybody. All these listeners that helped make us who we were. We just wanted to get together with them. And SiriusXM said, we're going to do that. We want to do that for you. We want to do that for them. We want, we, want it to, we want to keep doing that, but keep supporting you in that way. And I was like, that's what I needed to hear. And so all of this is, is quite difficult from the standpoint of it's hard to leave these guys. And it's hard to leave what we've built here. But it wasn't an option because of the inner workings of, of radio. That wasn't an option. And so they're too valuable here. And they're going to be wonderful and supportive and talented for Maggie and Perloff, who are taking over the morning show starting on Monday. They are superstars. They are professionals. They are some of the most talented people I've ever seen in the business, and they will be great here. I, that's, that's the toughest thing. There's also a family component to this. You know, AJ's now four months old. Last couple of weeks, I've taken him for entire days, and now is the age where he's starting to smile. He's starting to laugh. Sometimes he, he sees daddy's stupid face and he giggles. And those moments are really special. Those moments are like otherworldly special, as you know, if you're a parent. And there are some conditions in where I'm going where I get to just spend more time with the family. And I just get to, to watch him grow. And, you know, I'm a 44-year-old first-time dad. So this is the first time I'm doing any of this. And to be in a position where I get somebody that says, we get it. You want to spend time with him. You want to spend time with the family. You want to be a dad. We want to support that. We're going to do X, Y, and Z for you. And that meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to the Bourbon Bell. And I hope down the road it means a lot to AJ. So this was not easy, but it became a thing where I was like, those are all the things that I need and I want. And they're there. 
when we went, when I left Boston and we came here to, to CBS Sports Radio, and when I left Kansas City to move to Miami, and we left overnights to go to evenings and go from evenings to mid-morning and go from mid-mornings to mornings, the toughest part about this job is not management. That's a headache sometimes, but it's not that big a deal. The headache isn't ratings or revenue. That part is a headache. It's not that big a deal. It's not social media criticism. Now everyone tells you how bad you suck and they get into your DMs or they at mention you or whatever. That's a headache, but it's not that big a deal. The hardest thing about this job is leaving the listeners that you build a bond with. And if today you're listening to this monologue and you're like, damn, DA, I'm pissed. You're leaving. The show won't be the same. I'm pissed. I don't blame you because every single day I hoped that you cared about this show. I wanted you to care about this show. I can't today be like, and don't care about it anymore. I totally get it. If you've at mentioned me on Twitter, if you've emailed me, if you've hit me up of a, a DM on any account, I haven't seen it because I can't even bear to look at that. I just, yesterday was like the bomb dropped and I can't even look at the people that I let down. Now I'll tell you this, one of the things that I asked SiriusXM to do, I said, for my listeners that have SiriusXM that listen to us in channel 158, all they got to do is pop over another station to channel 82, and they got me. I said, but for the people that don't, what do you do for them? And they said, okay, let's huddle here. We'll get back to you. They came back to me. They said, we want to give them free subscriptions. We want the D-Aliens to come here, and we, don't, we want to make this thing easy. So, okay, now we're talking. So they're giving you three free months. I'll put all the links and information on my social media pages so you have that on my website so that you have that. But those are the things I needed to see so that hopefully some of you come with me. Some of you won't. I get it. Some of you just want to stay in your rhythm. You like CBS Sports Radio and you love these guys. And that's totally fine. If you stay here on this morning show instead of go with me to the other morning show, you're supporting my guys, Bogues, Bilotti, and Cap. And I can't ask for anything else. So if you're upset at this, if you're saddened by this, if you are frustrated and you're like, screw you, DA, I'm staying, I totally support that. That's a win for me as well because it supports these guys. And CBS Sports Radio has been really good to me. There are things we have disagreed on, but overall, 11 years, it's why I stayed. They've been really good to me. So I don't mind that at all. I hope many of you come over and try my new show. It'll sound much like this show. It won't sound identical, but it'll be a lot of the same stuff. But if you don't, I don't blame you at all. I am going to try to create a lot of events for listeners so that I get to meet people. And that's one thing that I got a promise from as well over there. So you might not even listen to me on a daily basis, but if you see on my Twitter or my Instagram that, oh, DA is going to do this tailgate at this big game, or he's going to do this event, I'm going to go to this sports bar in my area, or I'm going to please say hello, stop by, have a beer. 
And I would really appreciate that because I'm also at a point in my life and my career where I got 20 years out of this and it's almost like, man, I'm so blessed that my whole, my whole momentum now is to help people in some way. Maybe that's laugh a little bit in the morning. Maybe that's just be a calming presence. Maybe that's helping out with a cause, a charity, families that need help. But, man, I've been blessed a million times over, a million, that it's just I have to be able to find ways to do that back to people. I just can't believe the blessings that I've had. You know, one of the things that, like, my parents always indoctrinated into me and my brother and sister, you got to help people. Like, that's your job. So I'm going to try to do that as much as I can moving forward. I thank everyone for these 11 years because it's just been amazing. I never woke up a day in my life and didn't want to go to work. Who can say that? These 11 years, I never said I don't want to go into work today. So it's a change. It's an evolution. For me, it's a way to feel alive again. Not that I didn't feel here, but it's like, wow, that's a jolt. That's new. That's exciting. Those are great opportunities. For me, that's that's a really huge part of this. And, you know, if you don't listen and come with me, I totally get it. But still, I consider you a friend. And I still consider you guys, you know, a huge reason for my success. And hopefully you still follow me on Twitter or Instagram where we email back and forth or whatever, because those bonds mean quite a bit. And you might have never reached out to me, never contacted me or whatever, but you feel like you know me. And even that bond quietly, silently, means a hell of a lot to me. So today and tomorrow are just going to be, for me and for the guys here, like a big send-off party. I don't want it to be sad. I don't want it to be you know, emotional necessarily. I want it to be authentic and real, but there's also a lot of shows that don't get 11 years at one place. There's a lot of shows that get changed and tweaked or broken up. I mean, you get fired. You get fired a lot in this business, you know? And I was lucky enough not to here. So I want to celebrate that. It's why we played all of the, the, Years of the Buffoon yesterday because I wanted to laugh. We all needed to laugh around here before the announcement was was made. And it's a pretty good indicator of just how ridiculous this show has been for 11 years. And despite that ridiculousness, they never canned us. <laughs> they never said, don't do that. You can't do that. That's not how it's done. So I appreciate that very much. And I appreciate everybody out there that understands as well. But I don't expect everybody to be cool with this. But I, I appreciate that you've been here, and I want to honor that, and I want to honor that in the next place that I'm at as well, which is a big reason for my move. I'm sure we'll talk more about this. Mraz is going to come up into the studios later on in the morning, so we'll have some, some giggles with him, and we're going to ask him how his mental welfare is over there down the hallway, considering it seems like it's World War III every single day. But... We'll do a lot. Just remember the good times today and tomorrow. Oh, and tomorrow, as a little note, will be open phones for the D-Aliens.
start to finish, you guys call up, say whatever you want. Screw you, DA. I'm out of here. I totally get it. Gloria Splett is already creating some type of, uh, I think, rally against the show or something. I'm pretty sure he's outside with a picket sign saying, hell no, hell no. Well, that was a guy. <laughs> I think that was Gloria Splat. Now, I I want everybody to, to be able to call in tomorrow and uh, and ha say their piece. So we'll do that all day tomorrow. Today, we'll just kind of hang out with Mraz and, uh, and joke around quite a bit. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. Soundcheck brought to you by Wesley Financials. Talking to Timeshare, want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free Timeshare exit information kit at Wesley Financial Group. com. We start with Robert Sala, head coach of the New York Jets, addressing the Zach Wilson criticism from Joe Namath and answering whether he agrees Zach Wilson's got to play better. We all acknowledge he has to play better. We, we all acknowledge that. He acknowledges that. Um, uh, teammates acknowledge it. He acknowledges it himself. Obviously, Joe is, a, is an icon, a Hall of Famer, and a, a well-respected individual in, the, in this organization. Doors always open for him to walk in, and uh, my office is always open for him. And uh, But, you know, we'll agree to disagree with his comments, but, uh, um, but he is entitled to those comments. So, generally speaking, that's exactly how I think Salah should address that. 
finally admit that Zach Wilson's got to play better. Okay, this is good. Don't just simply coddle him or live in delusion. That's good. And Joe Namath is totally allowed to have an opinion on how awful the Jets are because that's what we all see as well. And Namath has more credibility in this space than anybody of what it takes to win with the New York Jets. So you can't ask Joe Namath for his opinion and then be bothered that it might be a negative opinion. So I'm glad the Jets are handling it that way. Here's Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon asked when Kyler Murray's going to be activated. Why would I tell you that? (laughs) Come on, on, Bob. I was kind of joking, but I'm not going to tell you. Uh, No, we we will activate him when he's ready to go practice. That's what we'll do. Whoever thought there would be a whole bunch of laughter at Arizona Cardinals press conferences? Gannon comes off as the weirdest guy ever, and we thought that they were going to be a wretched 0-3 team that probably was going to go 1-16, 2-15 and be the worst team in the NFL. And it said, the Cardinals just won a football game over the hated Dallas Cowboys. They've been competitive in all three. Josh Dobbs is joking around on social media about his jersey not being in the team store. Life is good in Arizona suddenly, which is so weird. Yeah, we usually save the laughter for the postgame shows. <laughs> for that, Gannon was asked, what about Josh Dobbs' jersey not being in the team store? Because you have his jersey in his locker on game day. That's all I'm concerned about. <laughs> I mean, look at this. It's like a Don Rickles roast over there in Phoenix. <laughs> anyway. The media going to Glendale, they're just loving life. Oh, my God. JG, you're feeling good ones. Zinger here, zinger there. I guess everybody's got a fire in their gut. A fire in the gut. Everybody's taking the bus to work today in Arizona. They're not driving. (laughs) That's exactly right. Here is the New Heights podcast with uh, Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason Kelsey as they discuss Taylor Swift's appearance at Arrowhead over the weekend. We got to talk about it. Yeah, my personal life, that's not so personal. Yeah, well. (laughs) I did this to myself, Jason. I know this. Well, Trav, um... How's it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? <laughs> I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. You know, the friends and family. She looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in great light. And on top of that, the day went perfect for Chiefs fans, of course. We scripted it all, ladies and gentlemen. But um, <laughs> to see the slow motion chest bumps, to see the high fives with mom, to see how, you know, Chiefs Kingdom was all excited that she was there, that's was absolutely hysterical. It was definitely a game I'll remember. That's for damn sure. And then we just slid off in the getaway car at the end. I mean, everybody's talking about it. Everyone. Literally everyone. Even Bill Belichick. He hasn't Dude, talked much about me about outside that? of, you know, game weeks that we play, but he made sure to remind me that that's the best catch I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Dude, that was a great line by Bill. Hilarious. And then you got Coach Reed telling everybody he's Cupid. He's been manifesting this the whole time. He's the one that set us up. I know that he had met the Swift family before, so I don't know. He could have been uh, in the background the whole time. Dude, Coach Reed playing matchmaker? Who knew Cupid was so big? (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Taylor for coming through and seeing me rock the stage. Wow. Andy Reed had met the Swift family? Swift family Robinson? I don't buy that. You don't? I don't buy that for a second. This is solely coming out of him with the friendship bracelet and then announcing that to the world. Oh, you know, Taylor said she didn't have time for me. Whereas... Somebody probably said, uh, yeah, some NFL player wants to give you a bracelet. And she goes, uh, and, you know, like he said, she has no time to meet anybody after her shows. It's do the show. 
sleep for 12 hours, hibernate, put her back in the ice chamber, and then break her out the next night and make another $3 million per show. And then the, the video of Kelsey talking about the friendship bracelet probably made its rounds. And let's be honest about what's happening here, DA. Let's be honest, Pat Boyle. Let's be honest. This is a classic cross-promotion. It's certainly working for both of them. It's working for both of them. We saw the numbers. I'm sure everybody saw the numbers on social media. Kelsey's jersey sales have skyrocketed 400%. The Chiefs game was, you know, uber-watched by everybody, including female demographic, ages 24 to 49, whatever it is. He's getting the pop. He thought he would. We thought he would because it's Taylor Swift. And let's be honest about Taylor Swift. As much as we think she can't get any more new fans, she's probably got a couple thousand extra, a couple hundred thousand extra fans in Kansas City now. And everybody's going, oh, Taylor's a cheese fan now? Sure, we'll listen to her music. We'll pretend to like it. This is, people, a mutual beneficial relationship. I don't think this is going to last. It's not going to last. I guarantee you by the playoffs, this will be done. But they will have both gotten exactly what they wanted out of it. Yeah, I tend to align with most of your opinions there. He's going to benefit far more than her because her celebrity is so overwhelming. But she's certainly benefiting as well because she has tapped now into a sports market that was not talking about Taylor Swift and is now incessantly talking about Taylor Swift. Again, she didn't need any more tickets sold, but it it has definitely unlocked a different portion of the American consumer. Like, my dad noticed that Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game. I don't think you would have noticed. He knows Taylor Swift. I don't think you would have noticed anything about Taylor Swift unless she was at a Chiefs game. So, it certainly has worked in that way as well. Finally, speaking of the Chiefs, here's Patrick Mahomes on how to get fired up. I came out of the tunnel and was like, you're not yelling today. You just feel kind of... I watch, I, watch, I watch every other quarterback run out of the tunnel and they just run out like this. And then I get out, come out, and I'm like, let's go! And then as I yell, I get myself more hyped. That that feels like something Boyle has done in the show before. <laughs> Was he singing the Marquette Fight song in there? <laughs> I did hear it. Hear a ring out. Let's and also that's Brady. Brady inspired that. Brady inspired Mahomes to yell. Yeah. How many other quarterbacks are running out of the tunnel going nuts like that? But everybody knows Brady runs to the end zone and hits the, let's bleep it go! Right. I do love that, though. Just <laughs> letting out all the primal alpha screams <laughs> to just get all the testosterone juices flowing. <laughs> Absolute caveman speech. <laughs> 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 We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh, probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booskies. Booskies. Pat Boyle is in the executive producer chair to this morning, and so he takes the baton first. Mr. Boyle, who are you toasting to? Uh, DA, I want to toast you, man. Uh, I want to toast the show. 
Um, coming in and working on this show the summer of 2021. Ooh, that was that long ago, more than two years ago. Right? I believe that's, I believe that's what it was. Sounds right. Or maybe it was, I don't know. I have dementia Let's anyway, so I don't remember the date and when it started. But when I started on the show, you guys, you know, you took me in. Um, Shawnee and Pete taught me the ropes, taught, you know, how everything worked. Uh, I remember a couple of strip sacks and working on the show on the board one of the first times where I must have messed up like four times in the first two hours. And you guys probably thought, oh, geez, you got another moron working on the show. <laughs> Throw this guy through the recycling bin. Um, but, you know, I've said it before. Nothing has ever been easier to wake up at 4 or 4.30 in the morning for than this show. And just the way that you've, you know, you've kind of taken me under your wing and allowed me to be creative with the the Canadian bacon and the, then doing tennis Wimbledon bacon. Um, I just want to thank you, man, and wishing you the best of luck. And this show has been amazing. The listeners are the best. You're the best. And I, this has been like a perfect four hours of sports and morning drive and laughter every single morning. So, toast to you, man. Appreciate that. It's very nice. Hashtag toast em. Toast em, Mr. Pete the Body Bilotti. Who are you toasting to? Uh, well, I'm, I am toasting to the D-Aliens. Good one. I'm toasting to them. Uh, we don't do any of this stuff without them. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of you are divided right now. Um, I, I, along with everybody else, we love you. And want to tell you, you know, process it however you want to. There's a show here. There's DA show. Uh, but we love everything you guys do for us. And uh, that's the hard part of this whole thing. Yep. No doubt. Toast them. Booski. The aliens, man. They mean a lot to us. Mr. Peter Schwartz is in the update chair today. Schwartz, who are you toasting to? Well, not not to sound like a broken record to everybody else, but this is obviously a, an emotional couple of days for everybody here. So I'd like to toast all the memories that that this show you know created over the years, and uh, remembering when we when I first found out I was going to do the overnight updates, and reaching out to you on social media to say hello, and how welcoming you were to everybody that you were working with for the first time. So I just, I think that's the appropriate thing to toast is all the memories that, that you helped create here at the I network. I appreciate that, man. Boogie. Toast. That's very cool. Do we have Bogish? Ready to roll. Bogish is joining us from the Casa de Bogues. Mr. Bogues, who are you toasting to? Well, a quick toast to Boyle for letting his uh, beta side come out there just for a second. <laughs> this sweet toast. It's good to Hashtag step away from toast that alpha tough guy act for a moment or two. Um, but like Pete, I'm sitting here drinking out of, and I'm showing it to the screen now, a coffee mug, which was hand-drawn with all sorts of show references on it. You and I got this when we were in Boise. The beautiful painting, I, I, drawing, whatever, that Kristen and Buffalo made for us is over here to my right. Uh, and like Pete said, if it wasn't for the audience, if it wasn't for the aliens, you and Sean wouldn't have been together for this long. There wouldn't have been a show to bring to the mornings for me and Pete uh, to join and have such amazing memories from. So uh, as I tweeted yesterday, this is the best thing I've ever done in radio. It's going to be hard to be, probably impossible to be. That's because of you, DA, and Sean, and Pete, and Cap, and Boyle, and Schwartz, and Cassert, and everybody else. Uh, but most importantly, Everyone that listened, that cared and wanted us to be idiots for four hours every day. So, toast to everybody. Booski! Right on. My toast is to the type of people that CBS Sports Radio has attracted. We kind of, 
you know, we, we, we work in a business where there's a lot of ego and there's a lot of paranoia and sometimes people are entitled or a million other things. And CBS Sports Radio has just attracted really good people. You go down the list. I mean, everybody here at the network reached out to me yesterday and texted me or emailed me, called me, and just wished me the best and said nice things and whatever. And I just thought, boy, everybody in every time slot has their own kind of universe, and everybody is really great. I mean, the attitudes are really great. And in the face of some adversities, the attitudes are really great. And, and this show is very indicative of this. Me and Mraz were paired up, and Mraz had to work in this building part-time to get this job. And, you know, Mraz is one of my best friends after these 11 years. He just made me laugh every single day. Look, Pat Boyle walks into the doors, and Pat's work ethic and enthusiasm, exuberance, is just so evident. We attracted a great person there. EJ, who is filled in for us. Bright, creative, smart, hardworking. We just, we drew a really good person in here. We inherited, or they inherited us, Bogues and Bilotti. I mean, find a better update guy than Bogues, I dare you. Who writes as well as Bogues? Who writes as clever as Bogues? Who's as quick as Bogues? Who can be the professional, but also the jokester? Who can just basically write circles around almost every other anchor? He's amazing. Bilotti, on this board, with his drops, with his music selection, with how he maneuvers the sound of the show, is that's just... That's me! That's, he's brilliant at this. You know, Cap is brilliant at what he does. He's just a master. He's like a genius at what he does. Go down the list of of people here, and it, it's extraordinary. So for the entire team here at CBS Sports Radio, the talent that just puts on great stuff every single day and cares about the product and the producers and the engineers that care about the product, this goes back to us looking for a new executive producer there's a lot of people in this building that wanted this job, and they were already on good shows. And we interviewed, or at least Pete and management interviewed a lot of people. <laughs> I was kind of on the outside of that. But oh. really good people kept coming up. It was like, yeah, that person's really talented. That person's got a great attitude. That person's got great ideas. So that that's the secret sauce around here is that we just keep attracting really talented people and, and I got super lucky to be surrounded by a lot of them so toast to everybody Booski. hashtag toast up. we've got all the 12 DAs from 11 years lined up and we have the number ones ready to go as well guys let's start going through the old number ones of the 12 what you like Shabret right on okay look sometimes you gotta keep moving the chains okay and Pete's updates don't always lend itself to moving the chains. <laughs> that, by the way, I've heard DA sit through a million updates. That was the least interested I've ever heard him sit oh. through one. Like, oh my goodness. Is he gone? He can't yes. hear us, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, he's he, listening to the fan should... now in the other studio. Exactly. 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 Begging for that tickets. That should be the last time Schwartz appears on the show. That was perfect, <laughs> Schwartz, to go out. A meandering update, not knowing how to handle Pete's drops <laughs> and, and, and interruptions, and then redoing a stunned that we did last week. That's right. That was all oh, of the you did it last week. We sure did. An update. And me yeah. and Bogues couldn't even stop 
the train because it was like, let's just keep the change motor. <laughs> I, I was taking Timmy to school, and I knew you did that last week. I didn't even hear it. And he asked me, he goes, did somebody do about a Wienermobile? And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> that's when we said nut bus for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that was said nut bus. And that's Pat taking, taking my oh. role and reeling him in. Look at that. <laughs> The rope dope begets the rope dope begets the rope dope yes. Pat is now officially a Jedi. <laughs> He's learned the ways of the Jedi. No, we, no one did that. I don't ever remember hearing that story. Just like when we heard in um, the year of the buffoon yesterday, Mraz going, he had some idea. And we were like, that's the stupidest idea ever. And Bogues goes, you shouldn't have said that on the air. Mraz goes, but Pete told me to. <laughs> That's insane on the air. <laughs> Let's count down the number ones of all time. Let's go back to year number one overnight, 2013. Mraz will remember this very well. I feel like this was the first benchmark moment of the DA show. Number one of the 12 DAs of Christmas that year was the meandering painkiller Pat. Pat's first up in Arizona. He's been hanging on. What's up, Pat? Hey, Damon. What's up? Hey, I'd like to ask you one question about uh, <laughs> Damon Bruce. He just uh, he just screws me up. He just makes me think that uh, you guys have nothing better to do but to downgrade Detroit City. I mean, at worse than Cleveland, we're worse than Mets, we're worse than Oakland. Give me a break. I would rather live in Detroit City than Oakland downtown any day of the week. Yes, Brandon Knight was embarrassed, but he was just doing a switch off on the on the, um his 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 player didn't get it back in time. And you know, yeah, calling that the best dunk in the century, come on, that's a little a little bit embarrassing toward Detroit. We're just we're just trying to compete. And Pat, uh, Pat, 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 you gotta hang on, man, because you are all over the place. I'm having such a tough time understanding what you're talking about. Now, you're calling from Arizona or Detroit? Well, I'm going from Arizona, but I'm just tired of Detroit getting such a bad rap. You guys have nothing better to do than just to downgrade Detroit. No, no, I I got that. I got that the first time. How are we downgrading Detroit? (laughs) Saying that Brandon Knight, that was like one of the worst dunks ever on on a player. That might have not been the worst dunk on someone that week. Pat, My Pat, God, Pat, this, pair. Pat, this has nothing to do about Detroit. Did you see the dunk? Did I see the dunk? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought it was a so, normal uh, push-over dunk. Big okay. Deal. Well, you're wrong on that because it wasn't a normal oh, push-over I'm dunk. I'm totally but, wrong, David. Listen, Pat, with all due respect, man, I've had you on the phone now here for like eight minutes. I got to go to break, but I got to tell you. You got to be safe, brother. You you cannot mix drinking with pain pill, pain pain pills anymore. You're ranting. You're trying to get this off my chest. I know you're I'm ranting. So you're angry. Just, just please, crap. just please. You got to be safe, brother. You got to get this back on track because you are a. What ran- did you do to my sports, brother? You killed my sports. <laughs> There is no competitive. <laughs> There's no, nothing no, anymore. I got, I got it, you Pat. Pat, Pat. The most. You got you, you got to rein it in, program. brother. You got to rein it in because you are coming off as a complete psychopath. I can't even watch a sporting event without thinking it's fixed. Okay, Who all right. Who can watch sports okay. like that? Okay, okay. But listen, Pat, you're nutso. You're off the wagon. You're off the reservation. You're drunk. I'm not you're off the pills. reservation. You are, something totally is crazy. It's just I decided right now 
right here that I give it a chance to give you guys a little taste of your own medicine. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Look, Pat, I appreciate you calling in, but you got to rent it. You got to go to bed, brother. All right. Thank you, brother. Okay. You have a great show, Damon. <laughs> I mean, that's three minutes of a thirteen and a half minute phone call. Yeah, I mean, and it's we just don't have the time, but that doesn't even do it justice. Some of the things that he said. In fact, for three years that would follow that around the Fourth of July, we would play that to American Patriot music. <laughs> full thing we would kill a segment just to revisit painkiller pat and years later that call seems normal because i don't even think in year one we realize how crazy and wild the show was going to get but that was our first taste of like what is going on with our listeners this is where this drop came from how many beers ago uh probably a thousand and i remember we were six minutes in and it was like let's keep them going let's keep them on this phone line let's Eight minutes in, ten minutes. At some point, you're like, we really have to break. We have to go to a break. This has now been 13 minutes. But I just wanted to hear how far he would go. He claimed that sports were all fixed, that we were all against Detroit. He then started citing biblical passages. Yep. There was a lot. He admitted to not having a job. Didn't have a job. He admitted that how many beers had he been drinking? Uh, About a 1,000. As you could tell, <laughs> that's an all-time and, and, line. And he was like the first with a nickname. You know what I mean? We had Hurricane Jen later that would fall. I mean, even Moist Pork. But you know what I mean? Like Twitch. Jack Stern. Twitch at its core is all nicknames. But we used to give callers and listeners nicknames. He was the first to get a painkiller pet. Yeah. And I forget what time of the year that was. But that was within the first three or four months. I think it was at the end of the NBA season. Well, it was the NBA season because right, that was an Andre dunk. Drummond right. over Brandon Knight, right? And it's a vicious right. dunk even to this day, 11 years later. Right. So let's say March, April, that happened. Oh, actually, I know it was March. I've stared at the three-whatever for years in the folder. It was definitely March. March, so within three months. That was our first, like, whoa, this is crazy, and the listeners are crazy, and we're just going to keep mining that. So that was the first. Should we take a break here and come back with more, or should we play another one? Here? I think you could do one more uh, from 2015, okay. the Chicken Challenge. 2015. This is now CC one. This is C- yes. Yeah, this February Chicken 19th. Challenge one. I think that I it think is so. because we had Wienership Year right. One, Wienership Year Two, and then Chicken Challenge Year Three. There was a Nugget one and a Wing one. We'll, we'll listen for which one this <laughs> yeah. is. Okay, so this is the number one moment of 2015. I wore the black suit because I'm at a funeral. It's either the end of the dictator's reign, it's the death of his aura, of his his career, really, or it's the end of those two young guys chirping and barking, and we crown the champ again. So either way, there's going to be a death in the family. A fun fact, though, Ward is actually the oldest of our three competitors at 31. Is that right? And Moralia at 28. Moraz actually technically the youngest at 27, but the experience there. And we see Moraz getting towards the end of his first plate. Let's see how quickly he transitions into the second. And for the folks at home, the first plate and second plate are 20. Right. The money uh, plate, so to say, is the final 10. Correct. So right now, Moraz is 17 nuggets down. 17 down. Looks like Moralia is at about 15 down. He's going to the ranch, is Steve-O. And it looks like James Ward is about 14 down. Looks like he's got six left on the first plate. So Moraz is through the first plate earliest.
Both of them seem, all three of them, I should say, seem pretty calm. Owen Marez, a little bit of a flaunt that could be time costly, putting up the plate as almost a showmanship endeavor, but he's on to the second. And if you'll notice here, this is very interesting, Jacob. Mraz is now going two nuggets at a time. Oh, boy. He's using the two nuggets almost as buns, okay? So he's eating. They're stacking on top of one another. He's dipping and then pushing them into his big old gullet two at and a time. At- and Mraz again taunting. He's, he has never been a good winner. He's never been a good competitor. And double nuggeting. This is amazing. Once again, and Mraz is jumping around. He's feeling really good. You better good. be careful. I'll tell you. You saw North Carolina last night. This could be Mraz if he's not careful. This is going to be it. Oh, boy. History in the making. He has- a legacy cemented. Sean Mraz is your chicken challenge. 2015. Oh, two are still there. In the bandana. He faked us all out. He hid two nuggets in the bandana, went down on both knees, then pulled out the two nuggets, kind of like three goggles. This is amazing. What a performance by Mraz. He has thrown them down in disgust almost, wanting more of a challenge into the catch-up here, Jacob. Borderline illegal in faking us out, but now he can take his grand old time, Sean Mraz. Critics will be silenced. Your 2015... Let's wait for it. Oh, he was going into the Moralia plate. Does he get the <laughs> ceremonial burp? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Can we get Moraz in for the post game, or does he still want to eat? Moraz, at this point, is looking at the other two <laughs> and laughing. He is shaking his head and laughing. He looks like Butterbean after a Butterball turkey and then another ham sandwich. He is happy. He is gluttonous. He is he is pounding his chest like a chimpanzee, like a, a, an animal at the zoo with both empty boxes of the nuggets. He talked about wearing the tie symbolically for the funeral. This is a funeral for Mraz's competitors tonight, DA. That's great. That is Chicken Challenge 1 or 2. I believe that's 1 because 2 I ended up losing to Shane in the Gotham City Cheerleaders and wings, right? <laughs> That was my last ever win in an eating competition here at 27 years old. Here I am at 36. We did, for the 4th of July, our own hot dog eating competition called the Wienership Challenge. And you won year number one. Yes. Against people inside the show. Schwartz, Schwartz. Kenny Brock, right. Then year number two is when we brought in Badlands Booker, I believe. Yeah, there was actually hype that I could compete with a real competitive eater, and that was the first time we had Badlands, and, and he destroyed me. And I was so grossed out watching him eat. <laughs> in year three, we did a relay team of, can all of us together beat Badlands? We couldn't. Nope. Uh, and then we got down the realm of, well, let's try chicken. And uh, yeah, what I learned there is chicken nuggets go down easier than hot dogs. And you were crushing chicken nuggets. We had thought you had finished your plate. You had wear- You were wearing the Giants Zubaz bandana. Right. You had hid two on your forehead under there. Yep. You had finished the plate. It was 50 chicken nuggets. You'd done 48. We thought it was 50. And then you pulled out the final two, like Darius Miles, three goggles, <laughs> slammed those. You had done your 50. And then you started grabbing other people's chicken nuggets. I wasn't full in real time. My adrenaline rush that night was unlike any I've had in the 11 years of the DA show. I was feeling myself. You were presented with the Stanley Cluck Trophy. It was a trophy made out of <laughs> aluminum foil that had a bird on it, it, a I'm chicken. With oven mitts hanging off of it. Oven mitts. We handed you the Stanley Cluck Trophy. 
Then the next year, it was like, well, who can be a challenger to you? And the Gotham City cheerleaders came in. The Giants don't have cheerleaders. They're kind of like a knockoff brand of cheerleader right. for the Giants. They play next to the porta potties in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted to come in. They were promoting something, tryouts or something. We said, well, would you like to perform in the chicken challenge and they were like oh we have a competitive eater for you and we're like yeah yeah yeah, sure 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 you can't beat Mraz and they were talking smack Ugh. so we said okay fine we'll do wings they're like oh Shana can eat so many wings we're like yeah right little Shana who must be 410 110 pounds comes in she's like I got this and we're like yeah right it was you Planet Stevo, I believe yeah and Shana yep and Shayna destroyed wings unlike any dude I've ever seen destroy yeah. wings. Yeah, she cleaned the bone. She cleaned the bone. It was all just feathers and tendons flying all over the place. That it was, Damon. That it was. And we were in awe. I mean, even at one point, you just turned and you watched. It was so incredible. You knew you were losing. Beautiful woman cleaning chicken off a bone. It didn't even matter how many I was going to put in. We were all winners that night. Yeah, and again, she was petite and athletic, and you're like, whoa, this is a whole different reality. <laughs> and she wins. We present her stunningly with the Stanley Cluck Trophy, and that night she leaves the studio. <laughs> she left with it. And we're like, well, you had to leave the trophy you here. Take a picture to leave it. And then it's like she brought it home like she was – Alexander Ovechkin with the Stanley Cup trophy <laughs> taking it to Moscow all summer. We never saw it again. And we're like, can we get that trophy back? And she never gave it back to no. us. She has it. She actually, I think, kept it in her house as like the real trophy. <laughs> no, it's definitely in the trash now. Oh, poor Stanley Clark. <laughs> Stanley Clark trophy. And so we can never have a chicken challenge again. No, that was it. And that was I, I never came close to winning another food competition here. Was it shocking that uh, at that time I, I was single, that I was creating a Stanley Cluck trophy at home out of aluminum foil and oven mitts that I got for the dollar store? You think I didn't have a life at that point in time? And now you got milk regurgitated all over your chest. All over. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's new on CBS. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, and a happy Thursday to you as we put the finishing touches on this edition of the DA. One of the things I'm most proud of is our simulcast, our digital stream that was eventually aired all day on YouTube, or it aired the full four hours on YouTube and on Twitch and at WatchDA.com. What's awesome is... If you miss anything from the show after I'm gone and after, you know, the morning show turns into whatever iteration it does, which I'm sure will be great with Maggie and Perloff, remember, you can relive everything that has happened over basically like the last three or four years in full. You can just go back and watch old episodes. It's like binge watching Seinfeld or The Office or something on Netflix. You can just go to YouTube. They have to sit through dated sports takes, but you can watch full episodes of the show for free on YouTube. So... I think it's pretty cool. And Mraz's idea is awesome. Mraz obviously going down to WFAN, and then I'll be heading over to Sirius XM starting on Monday, and it, uh, Maggie and Perloff take over these airwaves on, on Monday as well. But your idea was, let's do the Bob's Bar show, but instead of having any radio affiliation to it, let's just throw a party at Bob's Bar on a Saturday in the summer, invite everybody, all the listeners, all the friends of the show to it, and we'll just party and have hijinks and ridiculousness, and it doesn't even have to be cleared through any. And, and we'll just stream it on YouTube. Exactly. So that people can watch if they can't make it. Yeah, now obviously we're going to rely heavily on CAP to figure out how to technologically right, do that. Right, We'll all check our contracts to make sure we're able to do this on a day. But yeah, I think it's a great idea. And by the way, our good reunion show, however long it has to be, Canadian Bacon, Stun Doing News. Like, we'll just bring back some of the favorites. We don't have to sit there and break down Jared Goff for four hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then... Nobody's going to stop us from drinking while on the air, too, if we're doing our own thing on a Saturday. And we just have a plan. It's a good way to bring everybody together. And we're not worried about taking off and angering our employers because we're doing it on our day off. Yeah, so we don't have to clear this through corporate. No. We just set up an iPhone, two iPhones or whatever. We have it running through YouTube, and everybody can watch it if they can't make it. And if they can make it, we have another big party. Exactly. And a party that hopefully doesn't end because it's on a weekend. And it kicks off, right, true. And it kicks off maybe a little bit later on in the day so that people don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn and drive through the night like Dan and Mechanics were. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think it's worthy. I really do. I do, too. Um, And by the way, it's something we should be doing without the listeners anyway, so we might as well invite the listeners and we'll just get together <laughs> at least, make sure we're getting together once a year. Here. Right. So should we kick off the summer maybe again? I think it's a good idea. So hey, maybe, hey, how's it going, DA? Maybe uh, <laughs> early June, mid-June. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You know? Everybody, everybody bring their kids, watch their daddies do keg stands, and away we go. Yeah, watch their daddies do keg stands. I love it. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that idea. Yeah. It's a good way to fuse everybody, too. And you might have new listeners. I might have new, you know what I mean? And you get yep. new people, meet people. We have a good time. Yeah. And we get to all hang out with Bob and Nancy again because they become heroes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jeez. I'm really anxious to see what my mom's 6 a.m. looks like Monday. I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That'll do it for us this morning here on the DA Show. I'm back tomorrow, so we get another episode of this extravaganza. But thanks so much to Mraz for dropping on by and coming in early to hang out with us all day today. Thank you. Thanks to executive producer, Pat Boyle. Thanks to Pete the Body Bilotti on the Wheels of Steel and Audio Director. Thanks to Andrew Bogish. Thanks to Schwartz and Caserta on Pseudo Headlines. And Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Be good. Be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm DA. The Mothership Disconnects. <laughs> 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.